This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the EVP Podcast. I am Beaker, and I'm joined with... Ghosty McGhostface. And DVO. <laughs> Ghosty McGhostface. <laughs> Has That's returned. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to our last episode where we talked about ghost stuff. All things ghosts. Yep. Paranormal and the such. What the hell did we talk about? Family what? tree. Family tree, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing we were just talking about. <laughs> we just had a lengthy conversation about the dead files being a family tree um, and ghost adventures. So, yes, thanks for listening to our family tree episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If not, uh, well, re-listen to it because it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> you guys missed it and you're listening to this? What the hell? <laughs> Keep listening. Yeah, go back and listen and come back and listen to this yeah. one. Re-listen to the shows because they're great because we did them. Uh, <laughs> they're all good. So this week, we're going to be talking about uh, another haunted location here in Utah. This one happens to be up in Logan. Uh, yes. It's gone by many names over the years, but uh, most recently has been known as St. Anne's Retreat. The nunnery. The nunnery. Some call it the nunnery. Uh, it was the also the Hatch family... Um, Resort as well, I believe. It's yeah, it sounded a, like a lot of socialites and and directors and actors were were kind of hanging out in this resort up in Logan Canyon. Actors nice. and stuff would go up there. Yeah, yeah. So so originally it was built in like so I, I believe the the hatches uh, the guy bought it in like 1910, mm-hmm. and it was somewhere between like 1915 uh, between 1915 and 1918 he built a basically a summer uh, vacation spot for his family. And, um, this, it was run by, it was actually, uh, Hezekiah Eastman Hatch was the original owner of this, of this property. And the Hatch family, they're like a big name here in Utah, right? It, it, it it's, there's a big, Oh, yeah. you saying that just made so many things just correlate right now. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Chocolates. <laughs> Not what I was thinking. Senators. But. Yes. <laughs> Senators and chocolates. So it's very possible. Yeah. It, it could be their, their ancestors because yeah, this was a really well-off family they were very well off yeah yes. they were self-made millionaires actually yes. so from um, chocolate making from uh, this resort no from well <laughs> from a bunch of other things so he built Being the cabin senators? uh for him and his wife and, and their kids to enjoy uh after he died in 1919 uh his son lorenzo boyd hatch actually took over the camp and uh along with his brother-in-law floyd b oldman they actually expanded the camp made it bigger uh, and these, both these guys were like self-made millionaires, and they they lived in New York. I mean, yeah. these, these guys were rich; hmm. they were well off. Um, they kept expanding it, and eventually, it became a summer camp and a summer retreat, uh, not only for the Hatches and the Oldhams, but uh, like Derek was just or DVO was saying, they they would actually bring in a lot of Hollywood elites. Uh, hmm. They they would come in and they would party and hang out and, and whatnot. I guess before Sundance. <laughs> Before Sundance became a big thing in Park City, yeah, Logan, Logan Canyon. Canyon was the spot. <laughs> I mean, it was. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Look, looking at the pictures, so this place is really run down now. But looking at the pictures, you could tell when this thing was pristine and when it was first built, it looked pretty nice. Like some of the cabins are, yes, small, they're tiny, but, but for but even on the end, that's but, some pretty good stuff. <laughs> yeah, even on the inside, they have fireplaces, like like big doors. I was like, man, these actually. I'd hang out there. <laughs> so um, there. all together, there was uh, 21 buildings and structures uh, I believe. The, on this resort. Yeah. Uh, there, some of them are really tiny, though. Like, you yes. could fit two of them inside this room. <laughs> right, yeah. right. There was, so there's two main lodges. 
Uh, there were six smaller cabins. Uh, there was a playhouse. There was a pool house and a generator house. Um, fireplaces, fire pits. There was a fountain. There was a bridge, a uh, swimming pool. Uh, it also had a small theater with adjoining ticket booth. Oh, I didn't um, know that. There was a horse stable at one point, uh, but that was demolished. Um, and then I guess it was also called Pine Glen Cove uh, when it was the resort. Like, it, it turned into... Okay. So after, I, I believe they... I think they sold it in like 1950 to the um, Catholic Church. Catholic, it was the Roman Catholic uh, diocese uh, here in Salt Lake. And I've heard different things where they've donated it, and I've heard church the church bought it. So I'm not sure. I've heard conflicting this, stories. This is donated, so yeah. we'll go with donated. Um, it was also actually offered to the LES Church and the Utah State University, and both of them declined it. Weird. Um, then it went up. It went to the Catholic Church. If you guys aren't familiar, Utah State University is in Logan, so. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit because a lot of students go up there. I wonder if it was having to pay tax. Weird. I wonder why. Or they didn't take it? Yeah. As a donation? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're tax exempt. So it'd be. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to pay property exactly. tax. Exactly. Strange. So yeah, it's after it was given to the Catholic Church. Uh-huh. That's when it was renamed to St. Anne's, uh, A-N-N. A lot of people, if you if you Google it, it's going to say A-N-N-E. Oh. Um, and there's a reason for that. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Oh. It's, uh, I read it on a website and I don't remember why, um, <laughs> but there was a reason why people so then who's, like, who actually, has it up for sale then who's selling it. If it was donated to the Catholic church, the Catholic church did sell it. I, I don't remember when. So in the eighties, okay. uh, they actually turned it into, it became a youth summer camp, uh, oh, yes. for the boys club of Weaver, Weber and Salt Lake Cent, uh, central city, oh, okay. uh, community center. Uh, in 93, it was sold to private ownership. Uh, and then in 2006 it was put on the national register of historic places so what i've heard is why why it keeps getting sold and nothing really happens with it is because of trespassers like i just mentioned the utah state uh not can be confused with the university of utah which is in salt lake but utah state university a lot of students a lot of teenagers they hear the the rumors the legends the stories and they go investigate basically they're trespassing and messing up people's property like so someone will own it but then they come back to check on it, and windows are broken, doors are broken because people are breaking in to investigate. And well, and up to fairly yeah. recently, Logan was is it's basically just a college town. It's not a very yeah. big city. Um, I would say probably like um, where the Colorado Buffs play, like uh-huh. that, that city up there in the Fort <laughs> Fort Fort, uh, Fort something. I can't Collins? remember Fort Collins. Oh, okay. Uh, Colorado. It's like a college town. It's not a very big town, especially like right. when a lot of this stuff was going on. It's a, it's bigger now. It's grown. Um, when I lived there in like 2005, Logan still wasn't that big of a you town. Did? Yes. For a month. Oh. Uh, I went up there for work and I ended up uh, oh, coming okay. back to Salt Lake because it didn't, didn't work out. But after yeah, actually, I, yeah, after a month. <laughs> I, think this, I, think this, I, I think this nunnery, I think is about 10 miles from the nearest civilization, something like that. Like up, 10 the miles canyon. up the canyon. Yeah. yeah, so on the Ghost Adventures episode, right at the very beginning, like their GPSs weren't even working in the canyon. They had a hard time finding it. They had to go back to Logan to get directions on yeah. how to get to the, the And of course, the they thought that there's, the non-reception was ghost-related that... They, no, it's just Logan want... Canyon. It's out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Like most canyons through the state here. Super <laughs> no scary, reception. guys. No service here. It's like they don't want us coming here. Yeah, they did say that. <laughs> it's, it's like, like can... a sign. They're trying to keep us from going. Like, no, or there's just no satellites sucks. out there. <laughs> <laughs> through trees and mountains and rocks. There's usually not a lot of reception. <laughs> so I believe uh, it went under new ownership in like 2015. Okay. 
And then I think, you know, it's the reason why we're talking about this today is because like it's everyone, everyone and their dog, let the three of us know that this place is for sale. Yeah. Got a few um, messages. Hey, did you know? <laughs> I got tagged on a lot of posts. I got a private message to me. I got <laughs> people at work like, hey, I had my brother, um, just a, a whole lot of people. I know you guys had the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Just yep. Everyone's just like, hey, it's for sale. And you know, if I had $750,000 laying around, I'd buy a house. Um, <laughs> no, if I had that kind of money, I would love to like purchase haunted properties, um, and rebuild them and, and possibly like, well, that's what I don't get why they're having problems with trespassers. Cause if they started working on the place, they would be fenced off or, I mean, they can right. hire a security guard while they're, uh, just to watch the equipment. So I guess they're... most, I guess most, a lot, a lot of the owners have had security guards, but, you know, they're probably not working 24 hours. Yeah. They're probably more like a patrol, I bet. Yeah, probably just show up here once in the, once every so yeah. often. But I just mean, like, if you're going to redo the place, and if it's when it's open, nobody's going to be trespassing. Cause the if you have, like, a construction, you mean if you have, like, a construction crew on site yeah. working? Yeah. <laughs> right. You That's might, what I mean. Because you, if you're going to buy the place, you're going to, like, why is it just going to sit there vacant? Still? Yeah. What's the point of buying it then? So, obviously, you'd want to fix it up. I'd want to fix it up because... When you think about what home prices are now, the the price of this whole nunnery right now is like the price of a decent sized house. Sure, you're two, talking. Baker, do you have story. like the size of the whole like acre acreage or anything like that of it? Yes, it's um, so no. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember reading anything about it. But to think, but to think of twenty one like you know twenty one buildings on this land, it's kind yeah, of yeah, twenty one buildings. It's got to be. Maybe four acres at least, at the least. I'm guessing. And, it's and also, more. you know, looking at the pictures of the property, it's not on flat land, right? It's like along the mountain side. It's in the so mountains. Yeah, there's and like yeah. a creek that runs through it. So the land itself is actually owned by the Forest Service, and oh, they rent the camp out to the private owner. Um, oh. I think. I think what well, he was, like you said, was trying to tr- trying to build it back up and, and restore it. And I've seen this on a lot of like their Facebook page. And, like, other groups here in Utah, like, posting and sharing it, there's still the vandalism going on. They've been yeah. putting up security cameras, and people are still going in, and they're, like, vandalizing the security cameras, too. That's why I was, I was looking at their Facebook page, and they're putting like screenshots of trespassers. Like, hey, do you recognize this person? Well, Cause... Logan is a college town. Right. It's a huge college town, so there's going to be a lot of kids wanting to do some dumb shit. Yeah. I, I, one of the recent posts I saw from their Facebook page was somebody carrying a Ouija board in trespassing. And yeah, I saw that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good shot of her, so she's probably busted. <laughs> I didn't know there's a page of people getting busted trespassing. There. Oh no, on their it's, web, it's on their, their Facebook, it's their Facebook page. Oh. Yeah. So Saint Anne's, it's actually I think it's called Saint Anne's Retreat, the nunnery Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, and they're just busting kids left and right. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Was, uh, was that, was, yeah, you got to think a property like that's going to have some cameras, dummy. <laughs> yeah, you'd think, but people are, they don't think about stuff like that. They're just like. Yeah, they're drunk. They're vandalizing. Oh, it's, it's going to be fun to sneak in here. Yeah, they're spray painting it and stuff like I that. I bet you there's people doing fornication out there getting caught. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing fornication. Now, obviously, it probably got even bigger since Ghost Adventures went out there. Of course. Oh, gosh. When year was that? Did anyone know? Not too long ago. Seventeen. 2017? I'm guessing. I was going to guess 2016 and 2017, so that might be right around. Yeah, it would have to be in the last couple of years, because I know the medium that they brought out, uh, Karen Baldwin, uh, she is no longer with us. I believe she passed away last year or the year before. 
So mm-hmm. that would have been like 17, 18, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's, that sounds about right. It was a really good episode. <laughs> I, I got to say, it was, a, it was a really good episode. Um, we can talk about that too. But Beaker, where, where do you want to go, uh, or what topics do you have that we, we should hit on this? Well, so... There's a lot of stories on this, which is I, I think we should just kind of go in order of things. So we okay. talked about the the celebrities and how it was used for that. So so after after that, after they sold it to the Catholic Church and it became a nunnery, there are some stories around that um, that would I think would cause possible paranormal activity. Uh-huh. Um, so one of, some of the stories are is... The, the, like it became a retreat for the the nuns. That's where they would send them during the summertime and stuff like that. And you know, it, but the nuns would get bored while they were up there. What did they um, do? Nothing. When they were <laughs> bored, they would what? But well, it was before before they got there and they were bored. Um, <laughs> apparently, they would hop on the good foot and do the bad thing. Fornication. They would do the fornication. Um, I think with like other priests or I don't know who. They right. were other they members form, of the church. Other members of the church, basically. <laughs> or businessmen, I don't know. They they was doing the fornications. Yeah. And um, basically... What would Jesus say about that? Well, he would say hide them away. Um, <laughs> apparently. Because <laughs> that's what they did. Yeah, I've heard like different things. I heard this was a re- basically a retreat for the priests and nuns to like, just take a break from whether they're, they're teaching schools or they're... Their ministry, whatever, is a place for them to go relax and go on a retreat. Because, like I said, it's beautiful. Also heard it was a place where they would hide their embarrassments. Um, where either, like, a father could notice his daughter get knocked up and say, you know what, you're joining the nunnery, and you're flying out to Utah, and you're going to stay at this nunnery. You're going to become a nun now for doing what you did. And also... Well, there's no actual, like, evidence of exactly. this actually happening. So, so this many is all just stories. This is all just hearsay and rumors. Uh-huh. But it's so I wonder um, what really is the result. But one of the things I read was it sounds like multiple nuns sinned having multiple babies <laughs> there. But I really only kind of find a couple stories really. So I don't know, you know, every, so many urban legends develop from stories like this. Yeah, I mean, usually an urban legend comes from some sort of truth, though. Yes, yeah. That or it's just someone's sick idea of a joke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yet some of the stories with the nuns, uh, uh, the one story is that uh, I guess a nun had a baby, and I guess she couldn't deal with the grief of like you know having a baby out mm-hmm. of wedlock and all that because she's a nun. Um, so the rumor is that she actually took the baby out into the swimming pool and drowned her own baby, and then she was so grief stricken about that that she actually slit her own throat. Yes, uh, and killed herself. And it's it, they claim that the people see the nun. Like standing over the swimming pool, kind of looking in the swimming pool, like what have I done? Yeah, on Ghost Adventures, they had uh, an investigator said he saw a full apparition of that. It was one of the kids from the 1997 incident that we'll talk about. Oh, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was an investigator. So no, it was, it was okay. one. Of the, it was one okay. of the kids. So yeah, he said he said that if I remember correctly, he was he saw the apparition of a nun looking into the pool, saying, "My baby," right? Is that, that yeah, that something happened? like yeah. that, like my baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another story that uh, possibly happened with uh, one of the nuns, if you want to share that one. Yeah, and this one I just read, too. This one surprised me. So apparently, and again, you know, I don't know if they got pregnant while they're at this retreat or if they got pregnant and then they were sent to this retreat. Who knows, really? But you know, she had the baby and she, she, she had heard the rumor. So apparently she had heard rumors that the babies that are born there are drowned in the pool or killed. So she wanted to protect her baby. She ran into the woods. 
Um, soon after she heard she's being followed, she tried to hide the baby under a bush uh, and then loudly run away in a different direction, in, which worked. They were following her. She backtracked to go grab her baby. Baby's gone. She just finds some torn blanket pieces, um, goes back to the nunnery and finds her baby floating in the pool. And then she, you know, grief-stricken again, and she takes some poisonous berries. She eats poisonous berries. This sounds bullshit. Everything about it sounds like bullshit. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? So, you know, again, these are just stories. Um, That's the kind of story you heard? People, well, I just mean the whole urban legend of, okay, this nun is pregnant, let's send her to the nunnery. And as soon as this baby's born, we're Gonna drown this little baby in the pool. <laughs> well, so <laughs> some of the other things that they said they were doing with the babies is they they would adopt them out. Yeah, yeah. They also yeah, like put them in, in could, orphanages against um, the mother's will. I could see that being a yeah. thing, but going out and drowning babies, I right. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be a thing. Again, that's just that's one of the stories in the in there. But I mean, well, I, I think the first one is more feasible. I think with the nun they, being, like, being so distraught that she like sinned. I, I wonder she if like her. yeah that one okay but like this this nun running away with this whole thought of they drown babies ah. <laughs> I mean or or take or take her baby and well, I think an I think well yeah. from what I was reading is like she didn't want to give up her baby basically mm-hmm. and as she was running away like the head nun was yelling behind her like I, if I find you I'm gonna kill you both right that's that's what I read so yeah that's what I read too I mean there's it's, the stories get kind of lost in translation but yeah. um. Yeah, from what I read, though, the, the it's rumored that the babies would be adopted out. Okay, that's more. Yeah, that and they, more they would say local in, in Utah, and yeah, go to go to these different orphanages. I could see that being a thing where against the mother's will, because they're none, they can't have a baby, whatever, and they just force them to put it up for adoption. And yeah. what great way to do this is send them, you know, ten miles from the near city. You know, eight and a half right. miles up this canyon that uh, no one really like went to. I, that's exactly. I could see uh, mom not. Yeah, the lights wigging out in here because I don't know why I, <laughs> I need a new fixture. But uh, so for those of you watching, if if I post this uh, and you see the lights flickering, it's it's not paranormal. It's <laughs> bad wiring. Bad yeah, wiring. something going on in this damn room. We got a new fixture for that. But anyways. I could see her running away to avoid having them take away her baby. Could totally see that, but leaving the baby in and the then woods my baby, I might have told the story off. wrong. Well, that's pretty much yeah. what I read too. Is that yeah, she hit the baby and ran away noisily in a different direction to get the search party to follow mm-hmm. her, and then pretty much exactly what you said is what I read. You're yeah. on your own, baby. I'm going to have them catch me down the street. <laughs> well, she knew she was going to backtrack and come back, but if she didn't get caught, if she didn't get caught. And then, of course, kept GPS tracked the baby. So, how... and there's wild animals out there. Right? So... What the yeah, hell? It's... <laughs> this, this, uh, not a, not a fan of this story at all. It's a story. Yeah, it's inter- I think it's I find it, I like the story myself. I think it's an interesting. I think story. there's a lot of holes in this. There's a lot of holes in this plot. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. Actually, <laughs> yeah, not a fan of that story, but nice try, urban legends. <laughs> Make, makes it fun. And that's and that's here's the thing, right? These are the stories that could attract paranormal activity, and which attracts people that want to investigate, like us. <laughs> I definitely want to investigate this this nunnery hundred percent. And with Ghost Adventures going there, um, I think it was uh, Jay, one of their producers, 
that investigates with him as well, and he had like a breakdown in one of the in one of the rooms. He, he quote unquote got locked in a room, like unsuspected. Like he went in, like hey, go check this out. And when his back was turned, they locked him in this room. You guys remember that in the episode? Oh shit, no. Yeah, they they like close the door and like screw it shut from the outside. He's like, hey, let me out of here. They're like, just just stay in there and investigate. I didn't sign up for this, but but. Anyway, like he had like a himself, breakdown. He like gave a himself a panic attack because of that. He could, yeah, could I mean, could, yeah, definitely could have triggered a panic attack. Thinking you're yeah. locking a room. Hit that light switch. Let's, just, let's cut the lights in here. Kill the lights. Yeah, before I have a seizure. We kill stuff. <laughs> um, all right, what else? Um, and, and on and on the episode, so yeah, they had the uh, so she was called. Um, What's her name? Karen Baldwin. Yes. She calls herself a, a psychic medium. So what? What's a what? I kind of look at those as two different things. What's a psychic medium? Either of you know. So I've had this well, conversation a lot. Do you want to? Okay. You want to say I, your thoughts? My thoughts is just. I don't know. I think it's just whoever's saying who what they are. They're just. I don't know. They're just giving it a title. I'm just giving it a title. Okay. Uh, it's not okay. It's not like it's not I think there's just different kinds of mediums that have different abilities and it's hard to just like give each one a you're this kind of a medium, you're this kind of a medium. They just say medium and then or they just say psychic medium. But for the most part, it's just a title that Okay. What do you say? So what say you, sir? Oh um do we have more than an hour? <laughs> well yeah, that's no, what I mean. There's just so many different abilities of what things people can do it's so yeah. generic so um in my opinion a psychic is someone that can see the future uh oh, see the future. they okay, know yeah. they know things they can see things uh they can see the the psychic is is knowing things right and you know the future um a medium is simply if you put it in like scientific terms or mathematical terms a medium is simply the middle in between in between, in between so yes. a medium is someone that's in between the spirit plane and the Living plane. Or they can see and, something in between there. Right. See uh, or hear or whatever. So right. a psychic medium is seeking, seeing spirits from the future. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's why I'm confused by this terminology. That's I don't I'm like the term psychic medium. Well, um, the thing is about everyone, about seeing the future in general, I don't really see, I don't know. I could see premonitions being a thing, but seeing the future of like, because people's past can change on a dime. It's well, hard I to, could give you a reading of your future, and you could make a decision about thirty seconds after I give you the reading, change and it will change everything. Right, and mm-hmm. that's that's like when I do readings, um, I don't do. Here's what you need. Here's what's going to happen in the future. I, I my readings are more. Um, this is what you need to work on to achieve the things that you want. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, this is what's going to help you be happy if you choose to do them. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to be like. Yeah, you know, DVO, you're going to be a millionaire in next year. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, I, I don't like, I, I and Brandy, Brandy's the same way as uh, with this. Um, when you do those types of readings, you could potentially be giving someone false hope. You get the people that get so addicted to readings that they just, they make all their life decisions yeah. based on what the, their psychics are telling them. Um, where, uh, like I said, with a medium, it's just someone that's just connecting the two planes. That's mm-hmm. all. They're just the in-between, whether it's hearing or seeing. Um, technically, I guess if you want to classify me, I would be more of like an intuitive medium. Um, but I don't like using the term medium. I just, I don't. Well, like the whole psychic word is all about mind. And I think the, uh, what people are just using the word psychic as is just another word as medium. 
So just like when you hear a Taco Bell commercial in the States, with real queso cheese, it's the same shit. Yeah. Queso and cheese queso is the same cheese thing. Is the same thing. So how are you going to have real queso cheese? Uh, so when you say it's it's a psychic comparison. medium, it's like, oh, it's like queso cheese. Got it. <laughs> That's a very good point. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> But queso is cheese. What? It's the new queso cheese we've got at Taco Bell. Psychic medium. Same, same. So and it's, it's funny because, like, uh, I, I still remember a time we were going to Family Tree and Brandy couldn't find her way there. And someone's like, well, why can't she find her way here? Isn't she the psychic? And I'm like, no. She talks to ghosts. That's different. Yeah. I, I just the, the terminology just kind of gets thrown around. And, yeah. Um, there's there's mediums and there's different types of mediums. There's You've got your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your intuitive exactly um, there's there's and all sorts all of different gifts different and kinds. i think it's just a very generic term that people throw out there because there are so many different things yeah. and there's a million kinds of cheeses <laughs> yes. True. there's feta gouda and they're mozz- all delicious brie <laughs> and just like mediums they're all delicious <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all mediums are not medium no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm more of an extra large um so the, the extra E in the St. Anne's okay. came from the, the Fife Folklore Archives, which is kind of keeps some of the, the, the stories and urban legends on uh-huh. the nunnery. And they've been spelling it with an E, even though the, the Catholic Church official spelling is without the E. A-N-N. So, okay. Yeah. So nothing spectacular there. But um, so, yeah. Do we want to talk about the, the crazy well, event? That... Well, how about with, 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 go back to her camera real quick. As a psychic medium... So, you know, she, I can't remember every, all the things that she picked up. I just remember she picked up, up on the number three. Yeah, when, um, she, when they were first walking up, she was like, two, three, 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 uh, three, three, three. And she said it twice. And they stopped and they're like, well, what did you say? Did you say three, three, three? And um, usually in the paranormal, uh, signs like that where things come in three, it's usually like something inhuman or in, they'll, they'll say like satanic or demonic um, things come in three and it's to mock like the Holy Trinity. Yes. Uh, I know that one of the kids that they interviewed said that they saw, you know, three people walking down. Uh-huh. Um, and then someone they were talking to, they got three scratches on their neck. And, right. and I think part of that is just played up for entertainment value. But I want to talk about that number three though. So if you think about it, if you knock on a door, how many times do you knock on a door? Seven. <laughs> you're like, your OCD makes you do it. Seven. You're like one, two, wait, one, two, three, wait, one, two more. No, one, two, gotta, three, penny. I one, two, three, up. penny. One, two, three, penny. I gotta do seven shuffles when I get to the door, and then I get to do seven knocks. But see, like when I knock on a door, What's the police knock you have three loud knocks. Yeah, like I always just do three. When I go to someone's house, and I knock the door. I, it's just three. It's just what I do, and I just think. Not every knock of three is is uh, mocking the Holy Trinity. Well, I every think time I go to a door, I think I'm going to tell a joke, so I just knock twice. Knock, huh? knock. <laughs> You're killing me. Right here, I got right? dad jokes that I'm making up on a whim. I'm making them up as I go. That's good, though. That's good. <laughs> All right. So for me, when I hear three knocks, I don't think of it as a demonic thing. I just think of it's probably the most natural number of knocks some anyone would ever do. That makes sense. Well, like, I also they... don't think, yeah. I don't think anything is, like, the mocking of the Trinity, I, don't, I think that's, I don't think that's true at all. That's that's when you get into the religious aspect of it. Well, yeah, it. Like, that's, that's going what, off mm-hmm. of saying that Christianity is the end all to all religions. and that, That's not. 
yeah, it's just saying that Christianity means that everything is based off of that, which is not spirituality and everything is not based off of Christianity. Right. And, and look at this. So I'm going off the knocks, you know, three, and then you think three scratches, you hear that a lot too. So if you look at your hand, your middle three fingers are the longest. Well, those are my three good fingers. <laughs> exactly. So if you're going to do something, most likely those three are the ones that's really going to like make an impact. Mm-hmm. Cause you're well, th- think about it. Like, I mean, I, for those that are being able to see this on YouTube, um, the, just the way I have my hand on Dell's shoulder here, it's it's three, just those three middle fingers. Like, I've got get... the other two kind of like in this weird claw thing. Yeah, like, they're not going to get nothing. They're for grabbing wide. Yeah, exactly. Your pinky's not strong. Like it's, it's just going to be, the if you were to scratch anything, that's the most natural thing is going to show three marks. So that's what I'm saying. Is I don't always think of these numbers of three as something quote-unquote demonic yeah if i if my hand was a swiss army knife i would keep my pinky down when i scratch <laughs> right well you're not really gonna be scratching with your thumb either like no nope. exactly it's That's for pulling what I'm it's for grabbing and pulling in yeah what's well, like if you ever watch the movies like when they scratch the i've seen a show recently it's always three they scratch someone's face it's it's just the three the three because that's just what's natural yeah exactly. i never even thought about that before that it makes a lot of sense i think about these things <laughs> i drive a lot i, know. So I think about these well, things <laughs> every time i see the scratching thing sometimes you see four or sometimes you just see a whole shit ton of them uh-huh. no one ever says anything about those it's only the ones that have three that they go oh it's the it's the mark of the beast it's the it's the marking <laughs> yes. of the trinity right yeah. there and I just think well, this is, when there's like eight I, scratches like oh what God, i find eight. interesting is a lot of the times it's going to be like on the side of someone's neck now, I don't know about you, but when I have an itch, like I'm uh-huh. scratching my neck, mm-hmm. yeah. those three fingers. Yeah, right now, everyone, scratch your neck that's listening. What, what did you scratch your neck with? Oh, three. Three of my fingers. Go knock on a desk, a table, a door. Knock right now, naturally. How many knocks was that? Hmm, I bet it was three. <laughs> Nine out of ten times. Never even thought about that before. That makes total sense, though. Like Unsolved mysteries? I think not. I just solved <laughs> <laughs> We saw. Okay, the, we solved the threes. All right. <laughs> Now we saw the psychic medium thing. (laughs) I I, want to touch on that because I I, I, I thought about this. And when I was I rewatched that episode of of Ghost Adventures and when she was mentioning it, I was like, okay, I have this. I have a theory about this. And I want to share that. That makes absolute sense. Like I never even thought about that before, but it makes complete sense. Yeah. All right. We can continue now. So we want to talk about what happened (laughs) in 1997. Oh, my God. Yeah. The good old days. All right. So, Beaker, let me ask you a question. We all watched this, the recent episode of Ghost Adventures at St. Anne's. Because, again, yeah, I think that really blew up this place, yeah. um, popularity-wise. And that happens a lot with their show. Yeah. Yes. Like, same thing happened to Family Tree. They were on Dead Files and right. Ghost Adventures, and boom, they, they blew up. So watching this episode, like I just did, how many kids... Okay, real quick, we just talked about... In, in, in this, um, kids were held hostage at, okay. at the resort. So we'll go more details, but let me ask you this. Um, how many kids did you think was involved? So going strictly off of Ghost Adventures. Yes. Um, going off of kind of how they were telling the story and what they showed in the reenactment, there was like six or seven. And, and the people that were in the episodes. Because they had yeah. some of the quote-unquote survivors. Some of the, the victims. The victims, there we go. Um, so they interviewed like three of them. Uh-huh. Right? So, but from the reenactment, it looked like there was probably six or seven. I thought three to six. Dale, how many did you say you, you thought again? Like five or six. Like five. So go ahead. How many were there? So the first time, <laughs> so this this happened to two different groups of kids. Oh, actually. I don't know this. I just know so, this. Oh, so the okay. first, so there was actually so the ones that were interviewed in the Ghost Adventure uh-huh. was the second group of kids. Oh, okay. The first group of kids, 
Uh, there was eight. Okay. And the three security guards, and that's Ghost Adventures, like, oh, three, three security guards. Um, that was <laughs> another of the threes. So the three security guards, I actually, I guess they detained this first group of eight kids. They called local authorities and held them until the authorities came and showed up. Uh-huh. And it was shortly after that these eight kids left, it was 30 kids. 30 kids are bound <clears throat> in the empty swimming pool. They were being shot at, apparently. They, yeah. the, the The people that they interviewed on the show uh, said they were being shot at. Uh, the one kid said he was hogtied with zip ties. Yep. Um, and they were bound and tortured. And then, you know, the, I guess the guys were like screaming in their faces like, why are you here? And they're like, because it was Halloween time. Uh, uh, college kids, it was October 10th, 1997. Yep. College kids, Halloween time, scary, spooky. Yeah. Uh, Building. Sign me up. I'm going up for right. vacation. The kind of shit that we've all done. Not fornicating with each other. But, um, That's later. Yeah. It wasn't until our a, 30s. You know, it was me that grabbed your butt in the cemetery. I know that. From Even though you were face-to-face and I was about 10 feet away from you. Um, I saw that. That's good. <laughs> I know your tricks, dude. <laughs> you grabbed my ass. Sir, from where I'm standing, that's a physical impossibility. Oh, it's a great um, show. <laughs> so, so yeah, there was like thirty kids. Uh, they were shooting uh, the one. The one kid they interviewed said that the guy actually went right next to his friend's face. Oh yeah. Put the shotgun like next to his face and pulled the trigger. I mean, that's right. the kind of shit that would make you go deaf. Yeah, and these thirty kids didn't go Give together. Me PTSD for sure. Yeah, these thirty kids didn't go together. They came in separate groups, like maybe four kids went at a time and five kids one time separately, and together <laughs> these guys rounded up thirty kids. And held them all and tortured them, basically, is what they claim. Yeah. They tortured them until the authorities arrived. And both times the authorities were called, it was the security guards calling. Yes, these security guards called the police on trespass, which true. They're illegally trespassing. So, yeah, call the police. Or were they? <laughs> Who, the kids? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Do you think they're invited? No. Go on. <clears throat> so, the actually... Um, there was a lot of backlash when this thing went on because they, um, I think they were letting the security guards off and I I believe they, they sued the security guards or something. There was a court battle and ultimately I think all three guys lost their jobs and they actually revoked the trespassing charges of the kids because the land was owned by the forest department. Oh, so they're not. So technically, oh, so it's public land because as it's a public national land. forest. Yeah. Oh. So technically, they were they were off the hook for trespassing, but they did uh, prosecute, I believe, the three security guards. Yeah, they're in jail, and because they molested some of the girls, is what some of the claims were, and they they assaulted the, the, the people. So they well, hit I, somebody with a shotgun. Yeah, they they asked the the kids like why are they why they were there, and they're like, oh, we're just you know, looking for a scare, we're having fun. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we'll give you something to be afraid yes. about. And they, they tortured these kids. And it was like, it, it didn't just, it wasn't just local news, apparently. This was national news. This was all over the place. And I don't remember, this was in 97, and I don't remember. Well, you got to think, in 97, uh, we were all in high school. We were, well, you might not have been. Maybe. Nope. October, yeah, no, you you were probably there. Uh, ninth grade. Yeah, we, uh, I think, 96 and 97, was when I was a sophomore, so I yeah, would have been a, a junior. I would have been a junior ninety-seven to ninety-eight. Okay. Was nope. A that's that's that would have been you, because um, I graduated two thousand. So yeah, you would have been a freshman. Yep. But so I mean, fifteen, sixteen years old. 
when this happened. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. To the I news, didn't watch I the news yeah, then. Yeah, so. makes sense. That's why I, I I thought about the same thing. I'm like 97. Why didn't I hear this? And then thinking about it now, it's like yeah, I, yeah, I was a sophomore in high school. I didn't watch news. No, <laughs> I watched Channel One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my news source. I wanted to be on Channel One News, so all the kids could see you. Yes. <laughs> well, if you ever went to homeroom, you probably would have seen me on the uh, morning announcements. I I was actually part of the. The I class watched. that did the recordings and did the I watched that. I most likely saw you on you TV. You probably saw me on TV at the uh, Hillcrest. I was like, I want to be that guy when I grow yeah. up. <laughs> no, there was a guy that was actually... Here my... we are podcasting. Here together. we are. Here yes. we are. Who would have thunk? <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> I am that guy on TV. Yeah. Yes, because we're we're making YouTube videos and podcasting. Uh, it only took me 20 years to do it, but darn it, I did it. We're here. Here we are. Yay, technology. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. The... That's why we didn't hear about it. That makes sense. We didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, it was, it was happening. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's been abandoned since, like, the 80s, 90s, early 90s. Uh-huh. But the blew my way when I read 30 kids. Yeah, 30. Are basically with zip ties tied in this pool, getting yelled at, screamed at. And, oh, they, they, like these these security guards wrapped cord around their wire or around their neck and said, "Oh, this is detonating wire. It's gonna blow your head off. And if you run, we're gonna blow your legs off." And yeah, they had a they shit ton of zip ties. First yeah, off. yeah <laughs> that's a good point, right? Why the hell do they have that many zip ties? I think they, they might make this is premeditated. Like, you know, we're gonna get these damn kids. Like, we're sick like, of them coming up here. Like, how many times did this happen beforehand? We're like, hey, guys, it's going to be a big night tonight. We're going to need about it's Halloween. We need 30 to... zip ties tonight. Well, I think it, was, it was also like two weeks before Halloween, too, when this and, happened. And, and here's the thing, right? These security guards did all this stuff, and they said, all right, now we're calling the police. Because <laughs> right? you kids are trespassing, and now we're calling the police. Because so, these security guards are the ones that called the police. Well, it's funny. The cops probably show up laughing that these kids are all hogtied. I bet you no, they let him go. No, oh, if I read this right, okay, this is what I read. Oh, so I could they be wrong. Hog tied when the cops show up. They took off these plastic <coughs> zip ties and put on real handcuffs. So I don't know if they called the police and said, "Hey, we got thirty kids here trespassing," and they just—I don't know. I don't know who put. The, reading what I read, it sounded like the security guards put on these handcuffs. But damn, nothing about that. It's a lot of damn handcuffs to have on hand as well. That's probably more weird than having zip ties on hand. Right? Because yeah. usually when you buy zip ties, you buy them in bundles anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, you don't just buy a, you know two zip ties. Like They come in big bags of zip ties. Yeah. So I don't know if the police... The story I read... Again, this is a story. I don't know what's true. Obviously, what really what happened is true. But I don't know you know events specific are true. But anyway, all these kids get arrested, put in handcuffs, taken home to their parents... And the parents are like, what the hell's wrong with you? What are you doing up there? And then as the kids tell them what happened to them, the parents are like, wait a minute, whoa, what were these guys doing to you guys? And then things reversed on the security guards. Yeah. So and they admitted to it. Originally, like the security guards, they people looked at them as like heroes for stopping the rowdy teenagers Evil, yeah. from, from stopping the demons. Egy- right. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, these guys pled guilty in their court appearance. And they're probably like, yeah, we got those kids. We got them good. We got them real good. We scared we got them real good. Yeah, we did it. Gave them a real good scare. They want to get scared. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> but that's a that's a crazy ass story. That is a crazy story to be there. So, what kind of uh, spirits do you think are there? So, okay, real quick, I send you guys some pictures 
uh, one of the lo- local news stations had like 130 pictures of yeah. the place. Kind of flipping through again. Looks looks like you know in its heyday. Looks like an awesome place to go. The scenery looks amazing. I don't think there's anything necessarily like bad there. Like there was that scene where Zach's like, "Oh no, I'm I'm scared. I don't want to go in this building. I'm scared." Acting like he's there's like some evil shit going on in there. Just hypes himself up. Yeah, he he does that. I mean, I don't think. How many episodes have we seen of Ghost Adventures where he invokes the spirits or calls them out? Like he was standing in the swimming pool. Uh, opening all the portals to hell and demanding that the spirit shows itself. And then mm-hmm. conveniently, right at the same time, the building that they had the thermal Im- imaging camera pointed at, the inside of the cabin went bright red on the thermal imaging camera. And if you don't know how those things work, basically, like, the colder something is, it's it's blue on the camera. Blue-yellow. Like, it's blue, and then it kind of gets to, like, a, a green, and then yellow, orange, and red is, okay. is the hotter temperatures. So, yeah. and he even shows it like on the camera, like the outside of the cabin. I guess this is a cabin that doesn't have, or it's the pool house because they're standing in the swimming pool. Um, oh, yes. There, there's no electricity in the building. Uh-huh. And you can see like the outside because it was cold. You can see that like the wood panels on the outside are blue. Are blue and you can see the doorway is kind of like a, a lighter uh, green, not quite yellow. So it's still kind of cold. Insulation probably. Yeah. And then you just see, like, right when he's, like, calling out these spirits, uh, the whole inside, just the doorway just turns bright red. Which I thought was interesting. But I can almost, <laughs> like, I almost want to be, like, there's a way you can f- and fudge that, too. Yes. Um, right. But I, don't, I haven't figured it out yet, so I'm not going to speculate on that. Turn but, a heater on. Like, right. Like, okay, if there's no power, have a generator. Yeah, you there's, there's things it, you could do. I mean, you might have heard the generator, but. Mm, yeah. But for a spirit generating heat. To light up a room, light to up warm the whole, up, warm it, it up lit up the whole doorway. Yeah, but spirits don't like give off heat. Like Not that. really. Some sometimes they do, but they don't. Um, my experience with the thermal imaging camera, my my FLIR one that I have for my phone. Um, the only time I've seen something hot like that is when we were at Needful Things, and I saw that uh, pot. I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah. Everything in the room was cold and it was like, you know, 40, 50 degrees, but there was this one stainless steel pot. And this was later in the night. This is like 10 o'clock at night and it's dark outside. The stainless steel pot was like bright red. And we're inside. So it's, yeah. we're in a building, contained space. Everything should be the same temperature. But inside. literally mm-hmm. everything around this was blue and it was cold, except for this one stainless steel pot was this bright red color. And I remember pointing it out to you guys. And I remember when I pointed it out, the temperature on that pot dropped instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a physical object, like that's something that can retain heat. Like spirits, that, it depends on the spirit. Like I've felt some spirits that are warm. I felt some spirits are cold, but more often than not, the spirits are cold. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, saying this, do you think a FLIR, again, and if you guys are looking into it, F-L-I-R, if you're, if, do you think a FLIR camera is a really good paranormal tool? It can be it can if be. it's used okay. in a place... That uh, I think if it's if it's used more of in a steady area and just left sitting there, and then randomly a warm and spot then, or like something up. cold comes creeping by oh, or something. Okay, yeah, okay, all right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, that room. I, th- I mean, that, yeah, I thought it was very interesting because like, how, but you could fake that. How I don't know, but when I'm seeing Zach freaking out about how evil the place is, I think, yeah, all hyped up. I don't think there's. I don't either. When when someone first, when one of the people, many people that told me about this uh, being for sale, 
they're like, yeah, there's supposedly like a demonic entity up there. And I just looked at them. I'm like, that's, that's just hyping up the story. Here, okay, I don't think there back is. Back to, you know, my science in my head. When I think when people hear the word haunted, haunting, haunted house, whatever, automatically you think it's a negative thing. I um, think that's yeah. where, I think that's where all of a sudden the word it's demonic so starts coming in. It's so Hollywood, uh, Hollywood yes. it up. Is that a word? Yep. Something. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, you, you go back and look at stuff like The Exorcist and then um, all those like movies that come out like uh-huh. the, the the Poltergeist and yes. and all those like ghost type movies. That, I mean, especially recently when you got like The Conjuring, Conjuring. Conjuring 2, The Nun, like the whole series. Uh-huh. When you got movies like this, like they, mm-hmm. they paint it, the picture as like if it's haunted, it's demonic and it's evil and it's negative. Right. And that's not the case. We talked about that on our um, uh, two episodes ago uh, about the residential that we did. Right. We were trying to show that, like, um, haunted doesn't mean evil. Uh-huh. So, like, you could be in a house. You could have, you know, one of your loved ones that have passed away. Technically, my house is haunted. Because there's spirits in your Because house. there is a spirit that resides in my house. Uh-huh. Um Ghost of McGhostface's house yeah. at one point was haunted, but it was a little boy. It was a nice spirit. And, and I wouldn't and, say and, it's haunted. It's just, and the thing is, though, is there's spirits everywhere. Spirits are everywhere. And, and just because nobody died in the building, it's still going to have ghosts in it. Right. And do I think there's spirits in that area of where this St. Andrew Retreater? Yeah, there's ghosts there for sure, because there's ghosts everywhere. And with them being abandoned buildings, it's just more like if ghosts were walking by and see this place to go in there nobody's disrupting that much yeah they're probably gonna the hang out well and it could be pareidolia too kicking in when you're you're wanting something to happen so you think something happens yeah so what do you think about the um supposed hellhound that resides on the property well, real quick though before we get into that what do you okay. guys think about those pictures then like looking at those so, nothing really coming out of them we, there was, i mean there's energy in those, some of those some okay. of them did have spirit energy in it so but it's okay. not like again it doesn't mean it's demonic or evil right. just, no but, I, mean, I i didn't like even even in the ghost adventures episode where they like you know as i've, I've met karen she's a wonderful lady um and we kind of talked about this a little bit before the show we i i feel like and uh i agree with you on this one uh Dare, Dell. You ghosty. guys, ghosty. <laughs> I, I agree with you on this one, Mister McGhostface. Um, I think her. Uh, everyone that has abilities, it's it's limited in some fashion, and I think her main gift is connecting people to deceased loved ones. Right. Um, there was a scene in the show where she just randomly said, uh, "Did you have an aunt that's on the other side?" And he's like, yeah. "Zach, yeah, Zach," and. Uh, she's like, you know, she's here. She wants you to know that she misses you and she loves you and she appreciates what it is that you're doing. And come to find out that Zach had an aunt that had passed away like two weeks before this yeah. investigation. So I, I think that that's kind of her strong suit. Exactly. Like like you said before you started recording, uh, she's good at connecting people to their lost loved ones. And as far as like seeing spirits, like ghosts, like I think she can feel the energy, but I don't think she's completely processing what it is that she's feeling. Right, because, yeah, we have a friend that's has a, abilities like that, and she comes out and will say, I can't see ghosts. I can communicate with loved ones that have passed on, but, like, ghosts, no, I have no ability to see them whatsoever. And I believe that that's what she has as well. I think so, too. Um, so I think when they brought her in, the ghosts that they're trying to talk to there, I don't think she was able to help them at all in any of that. <laughs> I don't think so, either. <laughs> um, and then when it came to her going, 
So you have an aunt. <laughs> because that's her strong suit. I think so. I agree. 100%. Yeah, because it was almost like a little side thing. Like, hey, real quick. Like, maybe she wasn't even know she was being recorded. Hey, real quick. Did you have somebody? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she did, like, in one of the lodges there, she was, like, saying there was, like, some uh, negative male presence that dominates things and wants to torture people and that there's been satanic rituals that have happened on the property. Um, She's feeding off residual energy from past, but not ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure that's happened, too. People doing that's very, seances, very Ouija yeah. board playing. Anytime there's an abandoned property. <laughs> that's true. And, like, fornication. Well, anytime there's an <laughs> abandoned property. Well, like we said earlier, we've seen it on the security Fornication. People taking fornication in. Uh, with the Ouija boards. They're fornicating with the Ouija boards. Um, <laughs> right, Hellhound. Hellhound. So, apparently there's this white wolf-looking thing with red eyes, and if you see it, something bad's going to happen. And one of the kids that was hogtied claims he actually saw this before mm-hmm. that whole thing went down. Um, I've never heard of a hellhound before. You haven't? Not like Have this, you, no. Dale? I've heard of them. I've heard of them, yeah. Do I think they're shit? Yeah. I think it's, uh, I don't know, he got hit on the head pretty hard, saw some stars. Hellhound. <laughs> <laughs> he saw um, the red eyes in his face. Yep. But the interesting thing is, is big white wolf. Is it, um, I've heard it's been seen by multiple people, and that's where the, this legend comes from. Is when you see it, something bad's going to happen because multiple people have seen it, and then something bad happens. Maybe it's a skinwalker. That's exactly what I thought. Because that makes sense. That makes yeah. way more sense than a big white wolf. Well, I think there was a big bad, a big white, big wolf. bad, big wolf. bad white wolf. <laughs> wolf, wolf, a big bad wolf. It's a wolf with a with silent L. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's a big bad <laughs> white wolf. Well, didn't um, they mention in that episode that there used to be a site of like there's like uh, Native Americans? I think Karen said something about that. Yeah, all through that canyon. Well, yeah, I would definitely believe so before settlement came through that. Yeah, uh, they would be all up and down that. Canyon. And you know, and I was gonna look up what um, tribe is mostly up in that area, but I totally spaced it. But yes, they did did mention it in the. I'm gonna go with episode. Ute. Up there, I think it's something else. That's more kind of maybe closer. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. But, um... Well, the youths were all over the place. I mean, they yeah. were Duchesne with so, Skinwalker Ranch. When I did think, when I did hear it, I did think maybe it's a Skinwalker. That makes sense. That's what I was kind of thinking. I don't know. I've, like, I've heard of Hellhounds before, but, like, not in, like, a haunted location like this. I've never yeah. heard of, like... I mean, we've we've researched a lot well, of haunted, haunted location, places. again... You know, who's to say it, that it didn't just didn't get, you know, urban legend because it's abandoned. That's true. So you see an abandoned place, automatically fornication goes. Yeah. <laughs> Two things you think. Sounds like Camp Crystal Lake. Man. Yep. Death. <laughs> Killing Stabby. You know, Stabby McStab faces there. If you have sex and do drugs, you're going to die. <laughs> automatically. Because when I think Hellhound, I think of like Chupacabra. I think of Mothman. I think of these things that... Um, I think of some the, from Greek mythology, the three-headed dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not thinking. I do think wolf. of that too. So that's why I think. So when I hear this, I think it's possible. I think it's possibly a skinwalker. That's just who knows what they're what they're doing actually. But. Well, most Native American spirits that I've come across are protecting their land. There you go. Like the skinwalker family tree. So He's, hey, 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 here's my warning. I'm, sh- I'm showing myself to you. Oh, you're still sticking around? Okay, well. 
No, you're getting hot tied. <laughs> now you're getting hot tied. <laughs> and then you hear a howl. Oh, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but something bad happened to the security guards too. They all got put in prison. Yeah. <laughs> they probably saw the big bad white wolf. <laughs> wolf, wolf, big bad wolf. <laughs> So that's what I think Skinwalker, I think, would be feasible. I think it makes the most sense. Yeah, especially in that area. And I'm going to look what tribes up there. But I mean, it, it, is, it is said that a skinwalker wears the pelt of the animal they transform into. And a lot of the... I mean, it's it's an animal that's native here to Utah. like, And it's a kind of a fearsome animal. Like, I've seen them at the Holga Zoo. I don't want to go near them. <laughs> yeah. Know? They're um, pretty damn big. But yeah, they're huge. And, um, it would make you... it would make sense. Like that's it's a terrifying kind of animal, especially like some of the stories I've heard about, like the the wolves at Skinwalker Ranch. They're like the size of a person. They're like six feet tall. They're huge on all fours. Yeah, on all fours. You could sniff the top of your head standing up. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like in the uh, Cache County area, Shoshone was a big tribe. Were they known for skinwalkers? Oh, I don't know. That's another good question. I bet you every every tribe has well, some kind of a skinwalker story. You know, because even Navajo has this is skinwalkers. True. Yeah, this is true. Because uh, and they yeah they don't like talking about them just like everyone else. Because the skinwalkers up at Skinwalker Ranch that was all based off the Ute tribes, but yeah, the Navajos also believe in that. So, you know, Shoshone's probably in on this whole thing too. It, it would make sense. Yeah, nothing. Uh, a lot of Navajo comes through on it, but on my when I t- it would stand to reason. Like it's not specific to one tribe, tribe or culture. Yeah. Same with Bigfoot. They all know. They all know. That's for another episode. It's for a whole other episode. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> or what else? Bigfoot versus Wendigo. Ah, who would a, win? It's actually it's a, it's a movie. I it's can't a remember. movie. There's a movie that came out. I can't remember the name of the movie. Sci-fi channel. It's something like that. It's a stupid sure like it's B-rated Who movie. Who won? I haven't seen it yet. If I find it, I'll let you know. I, I bet you it's sci-fi. But yeah, Squatch it was, it was, wins. It was like Bigfoot versus Wendigo or some shit like that. Because <laughs> no one wants the Wendigo to win. Like, no. Who? What? The what? Yeah. Ugh. The Wendigo is more fearsome though. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, if you, but if you think about it, the Bigfoot monster truck is always going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Grave digger. Um... <laughs> So, yeah. Anything else on the... Um, would, you guys somebody, buy would you guys buy it? Hold on real quick. I think the nunnery is a movie that might come out. And it's going to talk about this hostage situation. Oh, that's, that'd be uh, interesting. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's something I was kind of reading when I was looking into the story. There's a movie. It's in the works. I don't know if it's how far along. So for, for the price of the nunnery... 750 Yeah, would you buy it? 750K. So you, give me a scenario. Do I have like, am I sitting on six million? Or what am I, what am I doing here? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, would it be something you'd be interested in buying? If I live nearby, maybe. Maybe. Because like I said, it looks nice. Like, if you put some money into that. when you think about the price of that, how big that is and what it all comes with, or you could buy a house. I mean, it's yeah. just one house with like no acreage at all. Just a house sitting on point one of an acre. Or... The nunnery. <laughs> but the thing is, is, the land itself is owned by the Forest Service. You'd just be owning the, the buildings. Yeah, you'll never own it. So when you're buying that seven hundred fifty grand, you're only buying the buildings. It's like HOA. I think you'll so. You'll never really own your house because hmm. the HOA still owns the property. So what, Because so it is, I mean, it, and like I mentioned earlier, it is 
on the National Historic Which Registry means you cannot tear you these tear buildings. Yeah. But can you add more? Uh, probably. Maybe. I think if you had the permits to do it. Yeah, it, like it, is, it is owned by the Forest Service. I believe the land is. The answer so. is no. It sounds like more of a hassle. <laughs> I, think, I think you might be able to. I mean, let's put it this way. The dude that owns it now that's trying to sell it obviously had some sort of money and planned on renovating and reopening it. Um, but it just got too much of a hassle. So I think unless you're like one the of these, last few owners yeah, running into this problem, I, I think, um, unless you had like, you know, Bill Gates or Steve jobs kind of money, like, I don't know that it would be feasible. Here's the no, plan. Nowadays we call it Bezos. Money was it? Now. Or I guess it's Elon <laughs> Musk is the new one. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's got Bezos beat. Interesting. Well, what if you were to just buy it? You don't have to do any renovations to it. And here comes Halloween time. You do a scary haunted forest over there. Everything's already boarded up. You don't have to like renovate anything. It's already spooky. You get a couple guys with chainsaws and hog tying people up. (laughs) Pay a little extra for that. (laughs) You want the full? You want the full St. Andrew treat? (laughs) Sign a waiver. Put on these zip ties. (laughs) (laughs) Bring bring some canned goods to get two dollars off. Oh gosh. Off of your forty dollar ticket price, yeah, no forty eight dollar ticket oh, price. Forty eight, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but anyways, you would, yeah. I mean, I, I could see your money coming back tenfold. I don't know. <laughs> and Dell's a psychic medium. Ghost, ghost psychic. <laughs> I'm here. I told you, it's a good investment. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> EVP podcast does not condone the. Endorsement of investment property. <laughs> if I had that kind of money where I could buy supposed haunted locations, I would. Because um, that's that's what I enjoy doing. Like, I mean, we investigate. It's what we do. Yep. Um, and if I could have a place where I could... Fornicate. Um, fornicate. <laughs> I've got your love sex over here. We can fornicate. Is that what you've been calling them? Love sex. <laughs> uh, I'm glad my parents don't listen to this. Because um, you don't fornicate. No. Uh, yeah, no, I totally would like, kind of like what Family Tree did, where they were renting it out for ghost hunts. Like, I would want to be able to help people learn more about the paranormal and give them an environment where it's safe to do so. Yeah. I've got to say, like... I know, this is kind of out of the way, the, out of the way the place to go to, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I said, if I live, maybe if I live closer to it. Also, I was, you know, same kind of spin on what you're saying. I will, um, even though we like to make fun of Zach Baggins sometimes, I think what he's done with, with this museum he has in Vegas is genius on his part. Just by all these, uh, you know, And I think possibly... that just came up out of collecting for fun. Yeah, and donations. Because it sounds like he was, oh, already yeah. was getting things just donated to him. Maybe when he went to investigate place, here, just take this, take this, you know? And he's like, what's it going to do with all this stuff? Oh, make a museum. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool at the same time. It can be potentially hazardous. Yeah, if you're uh, around it all day, all the time. Yeah, yeah not good Because, I mean, you look at, like, the Warrens Museum that they had of their artifacts, oh, uh-huh, their haunted yeah. artifacts. And then John Zaffis, who's the nephew of the Warrens, uh, he's got a barn where he lives. It's on his property, but not in the house. Like, yeah, he had a he whole separate barn. And they, I mean, both John Zaffis and the Warrens, when they were still alive, um, I'm not sure who owns it now, but they had, like, a priest come out once a, a month or once a week yeah. and, and bless it. Um, 
I don't know that uh, Zach is taking the same precautions. No, he's making money. Oh, there's <laughs> shit in that ba- that basement. When I was at the uh, at that museum, oh, there's shit walking around in that basement. For I mean, he's oh, got definitely. the. Uh, if you've seen the the 2012 movie The Possession, where oh. the the guy buys his daughter this box from a yard sale, and it's it's oh the, yeah, yeah yeah the Dybbuk box. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, he's got that one from that the movie. Definitely I've, had a lot of energy. Coming I've from seen that. a different Dybbuk box that uh, someone actually was inspired to make. Because of that movie, and they actually hit up our friend Jimmy, and they're mm. like, "Can you take this? I don't want it." Like this dude actually followed. Like in order to make a Dybbuk box, there's like this whole Jewish ritual that you have to go through. Yeah, because the Dybbuk is a Jewish demon. Mm-hmm. Um, this this individual actually <laughs> made one, uh, sealed it with a red wax and everything, and um, it looks like uh, we're done with the video. Okay. Um, but. This guy actually made a Dybbuk box and sent it to our friend Jimmy because the, the, it worked. And there was actually energy attached to this thing. So I think with the uh, the video calling it quits, I think we're pretty pretty All close right. to being done here. Yeah, I think that's a good episode. Yeah, interesting episode. I'm interested to see what happens with the with this uh, retreat, nunnery, whatever you want to call it, uh, with a new purchaser. Hopefully they you know, again, it's making news maybe because of the Ghost Adventure show, but um, I'm curious to see if there's a reason why too. If they have like big plans, that'd be awesome. Where we can investigate. Please Come down for that in the future. Well, all right, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening, watching. Ghosty out. Bye. Peace out, butterflies. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.